This episode of Bonfire Side Chat is brought to you by Audible.com. In order to get a free audiobook download, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. There I recommend you pick up such books as Albert Camus' The Plague, Joshton's Plague Busters, Kid and Plague in Bubonic Blitz, written by Kid, forward by Plague, Hate the Game, Not the Plager, by Chinji, or Child's Plague, How One Little Typo Destroyed Gaming's Most Beloved Charity, written by the Horg Commission. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And I'm Dennis Furia. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is an undead favorite. And for this episode, we are talking about World 5-1 of Demon's Souls. And as you heard, we're joined by Dennis Furia of The Level. Hey, Dennis. Thank you for joining us. Hey, good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, exciting to be on. I spent a lot of time listening to this show, so. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very, very happy to uh, to have you here uh, because I know, A, that uh, you played Demon's Souls before all of us. And, yes. and um, all of us, all of us here presently. Um, and uh, B, I know that the, uh, the the Valley of Defilement it was your Waterloo for your first attempt at uh, at at the game, right? Yeah. I, so you I mean I the Bengals do... Waterloo or the Napoleon yeah. Waterloo? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, I think I mean the Napoleon Waterloo. It was it was his undoing. It's it's what made okay. it. it's it's what stopped yeah. his charge. Yeah. 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 Strangely, I, so I, I got to to join you guys for the Duke's archives, and so now I've done both of the places uh, in each game that kind of broke me. <laughs> so uh, it's there's a theme here. We'll have to figure out what that is in Dark Souls too. Um, but whenever I throw my controller, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, call, call Cole and be like, okay. Um, so whenever you guys get to X level, I, I I'm embarrassed. I actually think Waterloo's an ABBA song. Oh, so I was thinking vacation. <laughs> Yes, you were thinking yeah. of vacation, yeah. which is a really that that's kind of like one of those uh, the one I love uh, songs. Oh yeah, if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's really depressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I could have said like the Bill and Ted version of Waterloo. Oh. Isn't that the name of the water park they bring Napoleon yep. to? Yes, yeah, which yes. is great. <laughs> God, Bill and Ted is such a good movie. Yeah, good, good job, William uh. Preston Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I knew that uh, Dennis had, had played this uh, before us, and I think that I think the Duke's Archive is probably a more like a rarer uh, stopping point for people in Dark Souls than this is in Demon Souls. I think this is the infamous kind of uh, you know the infamous gigantic pile of liquid human waste <laughs> for this this uh, edition of Souls. Games. It is a literal world of shit. Yeah, yes. yeah, it is all everything unclean flows here. Mm-hmm. I think is in the Archstone description for the second part. Yeah. And that is true. Um, what, what did we do last time, Cole? So previously, we shot down a giant manta ray that was the size of the mothership from Independence Day, uh, or ID4, as it is called, <laughs> uh, clearing the Shrine of Storms of its archdemon. And now we set our sights on the Valley of Defilement, that extra stinky archstone over in the corner. Yeah, the archstone that nobody likes. Yeah. <laughs> The, um, <laughs> the art stone that's from circumstances. Yeah. 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 yeah, uh, yeah even though um, this was, you know, we talked a little bit in the last episode about um, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the church's kind of, you know, take on this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and when you, when you rescue uh, Smiley Joe, um, 
<laughs> Mumbly Joe. Yeah, you rescue yeah. Mumbly Mumbly Priesty. Yeah. When when you rescue Monsignor, what's his head? The um, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. Um, Saint Urbane. Urbane. Saint Urbane. There we are. When you rescue Saint Saint Urbane, uh, this is like his favorite topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Like he he loves talking Valley, mm-hmm. and uh, you know just the the about the different uh, heroes and saints that have gone here. It's also the area kind of associated with it, upgrade wise. This is where you're going to find all kinds of, uh, you know, upgrade materials for holy weapons. You find the holy mace. You find the, so it's interesting. Like this is a, an area for pilgrimage mm-hmm. and, and feces and urine. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is uh, like, it's, it's, it's a mission, right? It's like, uh, it's, it's like any other kind of third world area. Like they, yeah. they straight up say like in the saints garb that, you know, that, that you find here, like the, 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 the saints use this for holy works, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's how I think of it. Like, yeah, exactly. Just like a really forgotten and awful corner of, you know, Africa or South America or something where yeah. you know, like a you know, definitely like third world uh Sally Struthers commercial yeah. three AM kind of a kind of area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the judging by the reception you get here, I don't know exactly what holy works is. You know, they yeah. they don't seem too happy to see people coming in as crusaders here. Well, well, there actually is a little bit of lore behind that. So, I mean, it's established that Astraea came here in order to help out and then so offended that uh, the, the god that she worshipped would let this place exist. She took in a demon's soul. And now everybody here, you know, like the depraved ones, are going after intruders in order to get their souls and then take them to her for healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so and so like Urbane is kind of in denial about this. You know, he says that there are, you know, all kinds of knights who have gone to search for this and um, you know, just like just straight up says, Oh, she didn't she didn't turn over, you know, to evil. Yeah, she yeah. never would. Yeah. Yeah. Well Urbane's clueless. Yeah. Like Ur- Urbane well, doesn't know shit. <laughs> yeah. And his his reason is that Garl Vinland is is there to guide her. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little sexist. The, uh, you know, the fact that she has this knight with her means she's uncorruptible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, uh, that sets up the, you know, the hostility of the people, the hostility, you know, hostility, hostility of the environment is kind of why everybody's here. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the, why do people, why would anyone live here? Question. Yeah. That's just kind of pervades the souls games. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's downwind of the entire kingdom. Right. Yeah. 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 Is that like, like God just released the, a blood fart onto the this land and just yeah. collected into the air and everyone's got suffering from fart long and it just <laughs> it's just repul- fart long fart long fart long everyone's suffering from fart long which is a secret character in street fighter 2 if you <laughs> collected the april fool's day um, 1993 edition of EGM. Uh. <laughs> no, so, so it's so it's Street Fighter Two uh, Special Champion Deluxe Edition, but not the Special Champion Deluxe Plus Edition. You have to yep. get a go. You have to get a score of 69, and then fart it's, long unlocks it's, it's Deluxe Edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, um, do we do we do we want to talk about the babies here, or do we want to save that for the for for the ultra tragic five three? Oh, for when the when the baby is like, because we don't actually run into ones that are running into you here. Yeah, just yeah, that. like uh, yeah, but just like like this this is like the place where stuff that wants to be forgotten goes. Yeah, um, yeah, like you, you, yeah. it's it's worth noting you don't see any children, right? <laughs> you know, at the uh, for the for the stage and next stage. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, we will talk about that in, in five three because it when ties more first, into Darkly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when did they first mention the kids? Though is it in one of the Archstone descriptions? 
I believe so, yeah. The um the um the merchant we run into here and we'll talk about her in a minute, um, talks about her kid mm-hmm. who she still has with her and who is notably dead. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. uh you know, you run into one child that has already kind of uh you know, escaped this fate through the you know, the worst possible way. Um but yeah, let's uh let's let's get to it. Yeah, let's do it. Um Yeah. So this is um you know the so I guess I don't want to say the first area. I always have that temptation to say first area when it's mm-hmm. it's really not. But it is another area that really emphasizes the environment being, you know, the problem. As a, I mean, mm-hmm. the enemies are, are are nasty, and some of them hit very hard. But mostly, it's about navigating those enemies while also navigating these rickety platforms and and tiny wooden bridges. Yeah, the depraved ones are definitely working in concert with these narrow walkways. Um, uh, you know, to directly just kind of conspire against you. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, everything like just, you know, this this area is made of poison and falls. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't get I don't end up getting poisoned in this first area just yet. Oh, yeah. Very, very much. But, yeah, that's definitely coming in a, in, a, in a big, bad way. And when it does come in this area, it's fucking obnoxious, even though oh, my God. On, on replaying at this time, it's a little kinder than than I remembered it. Yeah. Being um, just because of where it's it's located, but it's still uh, it's still obnoxious. Mm hmm. Um, it's like, it's hard to, so one thing I, you know, it's, it's raining here, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard just to see, like, there's so much clutter visually, like making out what's a path and what is a wall or what's just, you know, uh, like, I don't know, decorative filth is, uh, <laughs> is really, really difficult for me. You know, like yeah. the, the, you know, the path forward is not always obvious. Yeah. It's the same thing with the, with the falls I've found, at least initially, Everything looks about three times more rickety and dangerous than it actually is. So the platforms that you're walking on, even the safe ones, all have like holes and gaps in them. And some of those you can fall through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think it has to do with the color palette. Honestly, the color palette and the geometry. So probably uh, some of the areas in Latria are darker than this. But there is a certain geometric precision to what happens there that you're not going to mm-hmm. find here. Everything in the Valley of Defilement kind of has this weird mesh to it, uh, uneven surfaces and things. And, you know, something that looks like a deadly fall will actually just be, you know, your step down onto another rickety walkway um, and stuff that looks like a certain, you know, certain, um, <laughs> you know, like, hey, this this floor is good uh, will drop you down just because of that weird lighting issue. Yeah. Well, it's not mm-hmm. just it's not just lighting. Like there's also contrast. Yeah, I in, suppose that's uh, what in I mean, Latria, yeah. which there isn't contrast here. Like yeah. everything is the same color as the background. Mm-hmm. Whereas Latria is darker than than wet black velvet, but the yeah. your pathway is always lit up. Yeah, everything here is kind of at the same like saturation and luminance value. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. shit color. Yeah, that's same shit, cool. different day. <laughs> same shit, same day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that stain really tied the room together. <laughs> and that's the Valley of Defilement promise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or your shit is free. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and the uh, the um, so you've got in the notes here, like I, you you move up initially through this level, which is what I thought I was going to be doing mm-hmm. at first, but they kind of start you in this weird little cul-de-sac. Yeah, where you start out, which is odd. They give you a lotus here, which is real nice, but the apparent way forward gives you kind of a kind of an eagle's eye view of the entire area, um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or at least seeing that there is a descending pathway, but there's no way down from here. So counterintuitively, you have to go up to go down. Yeah, yeah. Once you go up, you go down. Yeah. The um, yeah, and then you start running into these uh, these depraved uh, depraved ones, mm-hmm. which are I guess this is just what people are when they live here. Right. Um, you know, just from living in this world of shit has kind of mutated them and goblinized them. Yeah. And, they, uh, they look like Silent Hill, uh, like plague doctors. 
Mm. They kind of have that weird bandagey, uh, leathery skin uh, to them, and they yeah. have these uh, they have these very pronounced snoots. Yeah, 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 and they've all got their tongues hanging out. Which uh, you, you don't really notice right away, but that's I, put that away. There's so yeah. <laughs> it's raining you shit. See, yes. Don't catch these snowflakes. Their particulates are not good. They're coliforms, not Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember when I used to do coliforms. Put them in the oven. Um, no, those are Shrinky Dinks. Fuck. The, uh, um, but yeah, they they need to shut their mouths, um, and not just because of uh, you know not wanting to to get disease, but also because of the, uh, I love the audio, like their little, the chuckle mm-hmm. that they make, like, you know, the thing that they do yeah. is really unnerving and great, um, that they do when they see you. And because there are so many kind of blind angles and there's so much verticality at this level, um, you're going to be spotted before you spot enemies, right. uh, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And, and not, uh, here not I just the angles. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I was done. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say not just the angles, but they, in a lot of places, will lie kind of on the ground as if they're dead uh, and really, really blend in, read the the color palette that we just talked about, and come to life behind you once you've passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of one-time ambushes, too, where they'll drop down behind you yeah. um, from up above. Yep. And set traps and try to drop rocks on you, which has mm-hmm. never worked. Like, they always <laughs> spring the trap way too early for me. <laughs> Maybe that it's supposed to be if you just like go to five one initially and then just run forward, you'll get hit by it. But yep. this is like a real area for like remember your soul's basics. Mm-hmm. You know, like you need to be inching forward and you'll probably be okay. But uh, and that helps you avoid the traps as well. Yeah, I wonder if some speedrunner has had like a perfect run ended that way. <laughs> uh, just hitting the uh, getting getting the bear, the boulder dropped on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Controller throwing moment there. Thematically, mm-hmm. thematically, you know, these guys are, are pretty cool because even though everything is kind of deteriorating because they are uh, they lack souls, you know, the uh, uh, the dredglings and whatnot, you know, this game's equivalent of going hollow. Um, you know, this area has a huge theme of corruption, obviously, which is a little bit unique to Demon Souls, whereas Dark Souls was all about corruption in various forms. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like this is the like the most malevolent twisting of what you could only assume to be human, right? Like outside of this, like maybe you have, you know, the hollows, but that is a little bit more like, okay, you're turning into a hot dog person or sorry, the dredglings. Um, and then like maybe, maybe into, but those were troll people anyway. So yeah, this that, is like yeah. real body horror kind of shit. I think the, the troll yeah. people are more or less like, that's how they always were. I think right. like, the theme of corruption is also really present in uh, in Bulletaria and Latria, mm-hmm. but it's present like everywhere in Dark Souls. And here, I think that um, the Shrine of Storms and Stonefang are more or less operating as business as usual when you yeah. show up. You know, so it's not everywhere yeah. is not corrupted, but here, you know, this area, and you know, this is kind of I get the impression that this is, you know, kind of how things were as well. Um, it was pre-corrupted, <laughs> like before shit went down. Right. You know, this has just always been mm-hmm. this way. And, you know, always will unless you choose uh, one of those endings. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it almost not to not to give away the stuff that's in, in the next two areas here, but that it's almost like they've kind of they're making the best they can of it. Yeah. And ultimately, this is the area that I feels like hammers home the most that you are the invading force. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's the, the kind of the point of the end boss fight of the like the archdemon for this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. at least on on paper, like um, 
you know, like you, you are, you, there's nothing to plunder here. Like the, like the game just like straight up tells you, like, there's no reason for you to be here. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a real spec opsy like moment. Yeah. Like everything has reached a kind of perverted homeostasis. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting in, in that I, you know, I'd have to look at a big list of enemy names in order to figure out, you know, if this is true, but they're called depraved ones, which just means like morally corrupt or wicked, according to Google. Like, so that's actually (laughs) casting a judgment on them in 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 a way that the enemy names generally don't. Yeah. Well, dredgling, dredgling, you know, definitely, I don't think that's a real word, but like the drudges, like it definitely kind of, yeah. you know, gives a, there's an implication there, but yeah, the but, that, that, these but guys that like implies like patheticness. Sorry. I didn't mean to yeah, talk over you. Yeah. They probably didn't name themselves. Right. The, right. Uh, the depraved ones to, to your point. Like I get the idea that this is just kind of, you know, this is just the shithole of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if you're poor, you must be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So you kind of make your way around like this, this area is long. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's not, there are a couple of minor kind of shortcuts here, but it's not, uh, it's not very shortcut heavy. Um, and you know, there are areas that it really kind of blends into itself. Like you're mostly yeah. just kind of making your way around rickety pathways or on roofs of mm-hmm. dwellings or on, on dwellings themselves. And unlike the second bit, there aren't really kind of discrete homes so much here. Like right. that shows up in the second level. Um, this is like an area where it's harder for me to tell what these areas, like people live here and everything, but when you contrast them with the kind of discrete apartments in five, two, mm-hmm. it makes me wonder what this area is used for. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like, this is the, this is the, the main highway in and out. Yeah. And it, it's so like windy and everything. Like maybe they just have been building up, you know, there's oh, the, yeah. you, know, you have to, because of, uh, space, like they don't want to actually be literally in the swamp. And uh, there's so little kind of land um, down in five two that you could build. Do you off. ever? Can you can you see up? Is there any kind of skybox, or is it all underground? I've never been able to like finagle the camera to look up and actually see like over the canyon walls. So yeah. we could be you know at the core of the earth for all that we. Well, know. it's raining, yeah. so like there's definitely right, a sky there. Yeah. It's just so it's yeah. so you know uh, full of garbage and soot and you know. Yeah black and yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you know just like everything is just clinging to the walls kind of like a, kind of like some kind of fungus or moss right so you get the idea that out of, out of desperation rising upwards you have these little pieces of civilization although notably you know there is no like indication that there is a path to the surface right yeah like you know you're just the the, the art stone just drops you into as you said gary a cul-de-sac or this dead end that uh you know there's there's no apparent way up yeah maybe people are living in this area for air like maybe it's not you know it's not there's no solid land but maybe it just you know maybe even for them it smells better like maybe these are recent transplants and then you get closer to the saint you know the longer you are something like that yeah or you know maybe you 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 have to make an offering to the saint to to get get into that kind of premium real estate well, that's, yeah, I was going to say, as they're as they're seeking to bring more and more souls to the saint, maybe they're expanding outwards to get more and more people. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. I never thought about because in uh, in five two, and I don't want to blow our load too much, but the uh, the vi- kind of village area is guarded by those three giant depraved ones. Maybe those mm-hmm. those people are trying to keep you explicitly out of the village, and maybe they're not just trying to keep you out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that is like kind of a protected area. You run into the kind of elite, uh, the mage dreadling, dreadling. Yeah, the shaman. 
yeah, the shaman one. So I wonder mm. if that actually does have to do with the, the kind of ecology of this. But that's where, I mean, that's really casting out. Yeah. We, we we said very similar things about Blight Town too, honestly. And this actually has a pretty, I don't know, it, it's it's a weird echo too. So if you compare Quillon or sorry Quillog um, as like this recipient of everything that kind of like falls down here, um, you know, to Astrea who ends up being the recipient of everybody who just kind of walks in as well. Like these are mm-hmm. hostile places that for some reason are a draw, and there are people who kind of take advantage of being at the center of it. And if you compare uh, Quelag to Astrea, you can compare uh, – or not Quelag, uh, the Fair Lady to Astrea. Mm-hmm. You can compare mm-hmm. Quelag to uh, Garl Vendeland. Yep. And they both have kind of a guardian protecting a helpless yeah. you know, sure. kind of a spider at the center of the web. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely – and one of the things about this is it just makes me wonder – like, I've, again, I've grown to love all my children when it comes mm-hmm. to the Souls games. <laughs> I, I like the Valley of Defilement. Like, I, I like playing it. However, how much am I going to hate the equivalent in Dark Souls 2? Yeah, because that, the, the, oh. they'll do it. Like it's, it's coming. That came up yeah. in the that, that came up uh, when I was streaming this. Uh, uh, we're recording at a weird time. Yesterday was my birthday. I was doing a birthday stream, and uh, and people are like, "So what's the what what's the area in Dark Souls 2 going to be?" And I hope and pray they do something like just that they evolve it. Like if yeah. they, if they take the lore significance of this with none of what was in Dark Souls. I want I want them to to invert it. Like I want to open yeah. the door to the princess chamber in Anne Orlando and have like a big glowing light. And then when you open the door, it's just a big pile of poop <laughs> and, and and hostility. Like you know, play with our. Like I would love the fact that like you set up these kind of patterns and then you have the power to invert them and kind yeah. of similar yeah. to um, like with the the remake, like what it does for Resident Evil, where oh, yeah. you expect the dogs at a point and then they play with it. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So can you does does Demon Souls have the equivalent of the Rust Iron Ring from Dark Souls that allows you to move around the swampy Stop areas nope. easily? No. Okay. Hell no. Say, maybe maybe that's how you evolve it because the Souls games are really good at giving you something that seems really hard, but in the same breath providing an item that if you know how to use it can alleviate a lot of that pain. So maybe the way to evolve is is to give you the Rust Iron Ring or whatever it winds up being. Make that more easily available before you get to mm. the swamp area. Yeah. Yeah. Hover boots. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid baby. Hoverboards yeah. <laughs> can't go over water. <laughs> but I heard them hovering. Um, Dark Souls, Dark Souls well, 2 is really far in the future. Se- 17 different references in one yeah. thing. Holy <laughs> We're shit. Really piled on there. Um, I'm just going to put in the show notes a link to the Wikipedia for the word reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah. They, they, they're so, really crafty with uh, with some of the enemy placement here. Like they're, oh, yeah. they're they're very tricky tricky encounters. Like that first time where you go over a gangplank and uh, just uh, got a couple above you, a couple a uh, couple off to the right, a couple off to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's the the behind you. That's where the Dennis where where they do one of those. Uh, I was sleeping <laughs> kind yeah, of things there, yeah. and I, I had a really great like. Uh, you know, connected to the network moment where somebody put a behind you um, soapstone <laughs> message. Nice. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looked around and there was a guy, like the first time I, I played through this, it was really great. Yeah. And this area, at least on my first playthrough, was kind of, you know, when I learned to stop worrying and love the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just definitely. Be- just because it is so useful, not just for pulling, but for even just dispatching stuff before it can get to you. 
You know? The uh, the lava bow can one hit almost everything, yeah. or can one hit all the regular uh, depraved ones, and can three hit the giant ones. Mm-hmm. And this and the um, uh, emerald who has done the new game plus seven uh, soul level one playthrough of this Jesus. that I that I like a lot. Um, they're really cool to watch, but you can't listen to them. He does all of the commentary via notation, mm-hmm. so they're really interesting. It's like a really fun souls pop up video. Um, and he plays uh, Demon Souls like a puzzle game where it's all about just figuring out how to destroy the enemies in front of you, and mm-hmm. in this area specifically with uh, with a bow um, before they can get to you. Yeah. And he just he just has the lava bow, and it takes me you know, multiple hits on New Game Plus Seven, but uh, mm-hmm. you know that's what he does yeah. for this too. Yeah, I should probably go grind for a lava bow here pretty quick before I get to five two. I've got like a plus four quality bow. I think, but uh, that might not be enough. Like that fire damage goes a long way here. Yeah, the yeah. lava bow is so good. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, and every everything down here is weak to fire. Yep, everything everything down here floats, and everything is weak to fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's because it's full of hot air. Um, explains both. The um, yeah, so so you're kind of making your way down. You start kind of getting into more of the uh, the dwellings. Um, you know, we talked about getting the uh, the saints clothes and everything, and and mostly, like I said, this kind of runs together. Like this will be a short episode, yeah. Um, just because of uh, you know, we got those generalities all the way, and it's not that long of an area. But yeah. um, you start running into other er- enemies that, um, at first, like you're kind of lulled into a sense of security because they're just there to be creepy, um, which are these ticks. <laughs> uh, we're clearly kind of um, the infected hollows from the painted world are <laughs> definitely a reference to these things, these gigantic blood bags. Yeah. On these things. Oh man, um, I almost forgot about those, and you put them back in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, man, that's that's what these things are. Have a nice um, day, Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, like just echoing that, the painted world is a hidden Demon Souls level, right? Um, in Dark Souls, but uh, these things are more or less harmless. Like even with a, you know, if you don't use a bow and arrow, they're mm-hmm. not, you know, you're unlikely to get poisoned from stabbing them, and they don't attack you or do anything. Yep. They're just fatted. At this point, what I would have loved is that they would have done the ticks like actual ticks, and at some point you could get one on you, <laughs> and then like have it be like the egg burdened in uh, in Dark Souls. Oh God! And you just I see would... a sack of a sack of blood just gradually like slowly up growing. On the side of you. I, I am oh. fucking terrified of ticks in real life. That oh, you oh. should be. They're awful. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like like hey, you have Lyme disease now. You're fucked for life. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yep. I'm not even even without the disease. I'm just scared yeah. of these. You know. Yeah, these things you have to burn out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big blood bags. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just disgusting. Like they just grow, like they all, you know, grow to several times their size just on human blood. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's there's, disgusting. there, there was some class that I took like in, uh, in, in, in first grade where they're like, avoid rusty things because you will get lockjaw and it is a fate worse than death. You literally have no mouth and you cannot scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also don't run through fields because you're going to get a tick and then die slowly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when lockjaw was like people talked about it in school. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I had a similar experience. It's and we're so you know six years apart from each other, or so in age. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. After yeah. six or seven years, that doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. there, there was a time where you know teachers were teaching you about lockjaw mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, and like I know that tetanus is a is a real danger thing, but yeah. I, yeah. You know, I I think that in my everyday life, I have more of a more of a chance of running into a rusty nail than a tick. Uh, for as many mm. for as many walks as I go on, I don't really go through many grassy fields. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I mean, and this is you know, in, in Oregon, it's really hiking country, but I don't I don't go in for that outdoors nonsense. So I don't have to worry too much about ticks. 
Um, but yeah, I never got frosty nails either. I got the best of both worlds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I run into either one. Well, yeah. stay inside. <laughs> well, look at me. I'm Gary. I don't walk. Her, I don't walk here's, around construction sites. Here's a, here's a pro tip for not getting Lyme disease or lockjaw. Don't go outside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think I wear such thick boots, Gary? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think man. I don't leave my house except for to go to work. Um, it's not quite true. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> so they, they um, it's it says they can poison you. I've never actually gotten poisoned by one of them. It, like it, it kind of comes across to me like you kind of have to be trying. Yeah, I, I did it once this playthrough. Like I uh, do my meat cleaver guy um, or lady, my, my my meat cleaver lady, um, and I just didn't back away uh, en- uh quickly enough. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's not that you have to try. It's just that you have to not know to stay away from the blood. Yeah, which gotcha. is you know I can understand it has exfoliating properties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always stay away from blood. The um, yeah, I, I haven't. I just haven't even had it happen to me. But look, like I did the meat cleaver run as a melee run. I'm doing a spear or a halberd run now. Both of which are fairly long range weapons. Yeah. I imagine it's a bigger problem. Like if you're like a dagger, you know, yeah, sure. you have to get up yeah. close. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, they're mostly just gross. Can you imagine how many corpses they would have to take enough blood out of to get to that size? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. yeah, like several I I, several people were. I know I'm yeah. I know I'm fixating, but like you like we're lucky to have like a gallon of blood in us at any given time. So yeah. well, and at some point, like they're they're too big to move, so the the people have to be coming to them at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. them feeding them as these kind of uh, like pets. Yeah, you know, this house, like this house, yeah. this immobile dog. You just put all the blood you don't want. Yeah, um, and well, ugh. and if and if you pop them without uh, without killing them, they'll just run off and uh, start looking for more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they get knocked ugh. down. Yeah, <laughs> we're creating a really gross ecology for this place. Yes, we are. It's already, gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's already a really gross ecology. Yeah. Speaking Sorry. of gross, it's not, it's not rain. It's uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's not rain. It's, it's um, blood it's, from ticks that were like the beginning above. of Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say giant piss. The the oh. six art stone leads to the top of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, blood and Blade, um, there's you run into your vendor. Yeah. For this area. Um, the the, the uh, charmingly named filthy woman. Nobody names themselves in <laughs> yeah. the Valley of yeah. no. So everyone just shrugs at whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Oh, I'm Dickface now. Fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> Slatternly yeah. vagabond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she sells you lotuses, which are useful but really expensive. Yeah. Um, her proximity is really important, which I didn't really put together until this run. Mm-hmm. Through like where she's at makes tons of sense. Yeah, um, Lotus is really expensive, but the game is not fucking you over as much as <laughs> you think it is. If you can keep a cool head uh, when what happens next happens. Yeah, um, yeah. So she talks about her kid, which I could be misremembering this because I haven't played through five two yet for the show. Um, you don't see the kid in this one. I think when you run into her in the second one, you can see the kid, and the kid is dead. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Like I and, have... and she, you know, she's making fun of my son. You know, she wasn't, you know, she didn't want to take care of it when she's talking about Estrella. Mm-hmm. And it's because the, the kid is dead. Yeah. Which I which I think is the, the case. I have to revisit it and, and look a little closer. But Yeah, there's so many corpses I, hanging all over the place in 5.2 that I didn't take notice, but you could entirely be right. Yeah. I, we'll find out in two weeks. <laughs> which, the, I mean, and she, I could totally see that working too, because she's, you get the feeling very strongly that she's kind of trying to hustle you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her yeah. prices are real high, like not even just for those, but for the rotten arrows, which are great items. 
but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, like she is she is definitely trying to trying to go after your souls in her own uh, mercantile way. Yeah. Yep. She's she's a tells, competing Astraea. Yeah. Yeah, and it tells a really interesting story, I think, in that, you know, you have called out here, she she really hates Astraea. Yeah. Um, and you kind of get this feeling that she she kind of had a nice little racket going where she was selling these healing items or, you know, uh-huh, and yeah. was trying to, you know, act like Mother Teresa mm-hmm. and, and turn a profit. And then Maiden Astraea comes along and is the real deal and is really helping people. <laughs> and uh, she's mad because it's, you know, it's throwing off her business plan. Which it's yeah. funny because she's selling medicine that actually works. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So much so, to say about religion in this game. So much to say about religion <laughs> and also like Western medicine. I, I oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, she she she's definitely jealous, and you get the sense like that she's jealous that Estrella is so pretty. Like oh, she wears white. You know, and just uh, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Um, so, am I going to be the one who mentions that she that she brings up the Virgin Mary? Yeah, I wish that she. I wish that wasn't a thing. <laughs> Me too. And there, it almost seems like a line of dialogue that like the voice actor improvised and they forgot yeah. to take out. Yeah, that's. You know? yeah. It, it's so incongruous. But what that means is this is this is uh, merging the canons. Yeah, oh, like literally. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Merging the canons. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And so this and, is a the uh, Dark Souls Two is going to have like an animus style um, present day section. Yeah, or, or it'll be like the like the Dark Tower where uh, you know just kind of like uh, everything has moved on, and like this yeah. is, this is the the remnants of society, but there are still these mythological figures that are alluded to in common parlance. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see what the line is in Japanese. I hmm. so. My understanding is that there actually is no Japanese um, voice yeah. acting. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. At least that was a, yeah. that was the case for uh, for 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 Dark Souls, and uh, I, th- I believe Take was the one who wrote in and said that the reason everybody has a weird laugh is so people will be able to, so Japanese people will be able to understand their motives behind the voice oh, acting, right? Yeah, because yeah, I of the that. yeah, different laughs say different things about different people. So right. maybe maybe the the Japanese subtitles then would be. Yeah. Maybe give a clue, or, or like just... what what the person who happened to be Japanese was thinking when he wrote that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's any you know any real clue for it. It just feels like a slip. Yeah, you know, I just don't like you know it. Like it might as well be I mean, she made Australia think she's fucking George Washington. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> hanging down there with all these leeches. You know, yeah. George Washington, he was all about these leeches. I'm Frank Fontaine. Yeah, me, me, Estrella thinks she's Mother Goose. Well, that didn't, that didn't take long. I'm just going to stop my stopwatch here. Okay, we've been recording yeah, yeah. for one hour and 20 yeah. seconds as of the time I finished the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a metric for every every episode. It's time until Frank to Frank Fontaine. Frank, for Frank yeah. Fontaine, he acts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got but, Adam in our slacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's real canny. Uh, location, location, location. Yeah. Because yeah. she's she, she's above a rat's king of rats. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, a rat king of rats. There we go. Yes. Uh, if, if, oh, if, yeah. if you uh, or a, a king of rats, if that's not the name for a group of rats traveling together, it should be. <laughs> um, the uh, so yeah, the, these rats, which like I've always shot them from a distance. Like it just always, even on my first playthrough, when I was just doing melee stuff, or when I was a sorcerer, like that's how I was dealing with everything. So I didn't know what the big deal was. 
for my first playthrough. And then when I did my uh, meat cleaver run was the first time these guys got me. Um, so there are rats just below her that uh, head right towards you and instantly give you plague, yeah. which is like turbo toxic. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it is so intense and so quick. And like it's just to make you panic. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a merchant right above you that will fix you. These are the only enemies that cause plague that I've – other than the, the plague babies um, yeah. that they ran into later. But the uh, it's so it's so just designed to freak you out. You know, and, even and, even then, though, I, with the merchant right above, if you remember to go there, I, at least I'm remembering, it takes you down so fast that you kind of have to strategize going through her menus. Like you got to heal right before you do it, and then go in and know exactly what you want to buy, and then go straight to your inventory and use it um, to get it in before it just takes all your health down. Yeah, yeah, because it's so quick. It's like it's, it's way faster than toxic. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Does toxic um reduce your uh your your the, the effectiveness of the effectiveness of your healing items like plague does? No. Okay. No, just uh, I don't think so. Just plague does that. Yeah. Which is in, which is weird weird that that's used so infrequently in this game. Yeah. Like I wish, you know, there would've been an enemy in another world that did it as well. And it's yeah. such a well, weird uh, you know, status effect. Yeah. Especially because the um not to jump too far ahead, but the you can use the wriggling demon soul to get cure, yeah, mm-hmm. which you know insta cures everything. Really, the only thing that you would need that for or have it be useful for is plague. Everything yeah. else, you kind of have enough time to deal with. Um, and I made the mistake of going with that, which yeah. um, unless I felt like just going back here for for shits and for giggles, sh- you know, for, for to for shits and to watch Doctor Giggles. Yeah, for, yeah, shits, for shits and gurgles, really. <laughs> for shits and dribbles, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so um, two things here uh, that I've been furiously googling uh, during this. So collective nouns, I have uh, an enthusiasm for them. Uh, rats. It is a colony, a horde, mm. a mischief, a pack, a plague, or a swarm. Mm. Jeez, yeah. pick one. I know, Would right? Be- Plague uh, is the only good one. Yeah, plague of rats. Uh, plague of rats. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like any collective noun that can can refer to another group of things. True. You know, like yeah, a swarm can be anything. A mischief. I like a mischief of rats. I don't. I think of rats as being grosser than that. Yeah. Like I don't think of them. I mean, like pet rats I, are adorable, but yeah. you know, an actual if you run into it like a city rat, that's that's no good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you could have you could have a mischief of like guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a mischief of street urchins. You have a mischief yeah. of artful dodgers. That's what. That's yeah. what you get. A but, mischief of tiny tims. Yeah, a mischief of Mister Mixpixelics. <laughs> Mister is Mixpixelics, <laughs> but not a mischief of rats. Yeah. Second, um, second. Uh, so her her position in front of these rats is a real hard sell. It's kind of like the 2001 movie Rat Race, starring John Cleese. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Rowan Atkinson, Cuba Gooding Jr., Seth Green. Uh, the list goes on, but there's a character who uh, will send people down a uh, dead-end road. Uh, they don't buy a squirrel. And at the end, there's a sign that says, you should have bought a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Just I'm sure that's what they were Congratulations if you watched that movie. Yeah. If you, if you, yeah. Cool. I remember, uh, I remember <laughs> I don't think the... <laughs> the poster for that movie being in front of Kings Island when it was still uh, Paramount Park um, and have never heard of that movie before. I've never seen anything about it since. <laughs> Except uh, now here it is. Yeah, it, here yeah. it is. Yep. So there we go. Cool. Seen it. Yep. Deep yeah. catalog on bad comedies, you guys. <laughs> so. Yeah. Stay tuned next week for when Cole shoehorns in eight heads in a duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's going to be a short episode. Rats. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
so. the rats are super frustrating because anything except for like an overhead attack um, is going to miss oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like an arrow. But if you're actually doing a melee attack, um, yeah. they do have an incredibly small hitbox. Which adds to that sense of panic because you yeah. know, you finally think you've got it lined up, you got it under control, and you just miss. Yeah. And with something like the meat cleaver, then you know you've got a you've got a wind up to get back yeah. uh, and do anything. So. And your only yeah. area of attack spells um, are way too powerful for you to have at this point. You know, like really, mm-hmm. like either Wrath of God uh, or the equivalent here, or uh, like Firestorm, like something that'll take mm-hmm. all of them out. So you really have to be. Um, you're walking on eggshells here. It's it's incredibly yeah. precise. Are you in danger of hitting the the filthy woman if you do that? If, uh, if you do an area attack, I don't. Believe yeah, like how so. far how far down is it? It's not very far down, but I don't. Uh, I feel like um, wrath of or wrath of God. Maybe I think firestorm sends jets of flames from the floor, mm-hmm. and it keys uh, to the level that you're on. So yeah. um, you know, so if you're down near the rats, it'll just get the rats. Yeah. Um, okay. Wrath of God might hit her though. I don't know what the if the area effect is like Dark Souls and it, the area effect is too small. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's bigger though, it might. Yeah. I've I've never used it because uh, you know I'm just not gonna yeah. miracles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> miracles in this game are useless. You know you know what I did. Let me like throw this out there real quick because there's not another place to put it. I was uh, you know started putting some points in uh, intelligence and faith because I wanted to do second chance for for this run yeah. for no good reason. I didn't really need it, and I accidentally ate the fucking soul. Because it's the oh. hero demon's soul, which is so close to, like, a hero's soul. Ooh. And it gives you that little warning, <laughs> that little, like, you know, do you want to eat this soul? But I'm just, like, click, you know, click, 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 yeah. click, because I have a thousand, like, soul items to use. And I ate it, and I was just so mad that there's not, like, a save function. Like, I get it Ooh. why there's not, but it's the first time where I made, like, that kind of mistake. And it doesn't matter, but I just wish I could have those, like, six lives back that I put into preparing for it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sucks. But... Bah. So that was frustrating. I went, no. <laughs> my TV. <laughs> Have you ever uh, taken a dive at the console to try and turn it off in time? No. Yeah. No. I could have, yeah, I definitely could have done that, but I did, did it. Not do it. I did it successfully once in Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People do it speedrunners do it constantly if you fall off of a pit. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's you know, let's see speedrunners. They have that, like, the, um, not, they don't dive the console, but they do it through the, uh, the Xbox button. Mm hmm on the, the controller and they have it down to a science like yeah. the motions required to restart mm-hmm. or go back to title screen yeah I, I i probably could have done it through the through the uh controller however i was so panicked that a, a dramatic gesture seemed uh, seemed appropriate mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um yeah so we start running into the big or the giant uh depraved ones here yeah which are oh talk about a double whammy you get through the rats finally yeah and then this guy shows up the uh, so with the lava bow, it's three shots with the lava bow, and you can usually get them to. They tend to be on um, bottlenecks. Yeah. So if you draw them and then just hit them while they are uh, coming towards you, then you can usually take them out fairly easily. Um, the playthroughs where I didn't have that, these guys are fucking like in the second the the areas with them in five two were a huge huge stopping point for me. Yeah. Um, even here, I died several times to them my first time through because I just didn't know to to do it. Um, yeah. you know, take care of them or a distance. Like they're fucking tough and they pack a wallop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I ate the, the soul for the, the lava bow just ignorantly mm-hmm. before I knew what I was doing. So I had to play without it. And these guys are the worst. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and especially, especially they fucking kill me. 
Oh yeah, ah. but this first one they very intentionally play with perspective. Like, <laughs> the, I, I very distinctly remember the first time I encountered one. And this is way way back four years ago, or whatever. The first time I played the game, where it's almost like you see it coming at you, you know something's wrong, you realize it's bigger, but you you just you like can't process what's happening until <laughs> the club's coming down on you. It's just one of those like you know you can do a double take and then a triple take and then you're dead. Yeah, yeah. That still gets me if I try to do a ranged, uh, you know, ranged battle with this guy because I never am quite sure when to stop and run away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so so much of these games is about managing enemies' distance from you and knowing their attack radius versus your attack radius. And here, it's just for some reason everything is flattened. Yeah, yeah. yeah in general, when I when I go to first person view in this game, I, I get very very insecure in my depth perception. Like it, I'm always very worried about that, and I always wind up backing out way before I need to. Have you seen the uh, the first person mods for Dark Souls? No. Oh yeah, it looks unplayable. Yeah, they're they're worth watching though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get sick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, at least here you have a slight chance of being able to dodge their attacks. Um, you know, for 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 as narrow as these areas are, and if they get too close to the to the uh, filthy lady, they will uh, they will attack her. I've read um, hmm. just because of their their overhead attacks will clip through the floor and get her. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, like later on, you don't have any chance to move, um, and only with a shield am I able to even absorb one of their blows. Yeah, I'm curious. Do they do they seek the filthy woman if they get close enough? Like, will they intentionally go after, her, or is it just confined space and, and kind of wide swing means that she's going to get got? I've never been unfortunate enough to have that happen. Hmm. So okay. I, you know, so I couldn't tell you if they if they go right for it. They seem pretty fixated on me. Uh, yeah. they, they, they have a real single track mind vis-a-vis me being dead. So, yeah, yeah, they're single issue voters. Yeah, I that would be very interesting if they did do that, just because it would play into. I, I can't think of other NPCs that have anything like that. Uh, and it's almost like the oh, it's that shit. He'll get her. Like they kind of recognize <laughs> yeah. her as the as this you know rip off person. It's like the, the snake oil. Yeah, snake oil salesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting idea, but it does a. Uh, it violates one of those like Dark Souls rules where like if something is moving, it's coming towards you and it's going to kill you, mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to you know you kind of have to just be aware of that, you know, and it's it's what stops you from killing every NPC you run into. Yeah, um, like if NPCs had agency against each other, you know, you would see somebody moving and attack them. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the weird roguelike nature, like the tiny little bit of roguelike DNA in this is that it's so set and the rules are so like if something is moving, it's seen you, and it's yeah. Coming. It w- I just thought of what's the um the pretentious magic knight dude who you find in the in one one or is it one two? Oh, um, Ostrava? Yeah, Ostrava. Ostrava, yeah, he's that's the only other thing I can think of where because they'll they'll go after him even if they haven't seen you, right? Oh, um, they are going when you run into him. They are going after him, um, but, but then, he is yeah, up, yeah, he's up yeah. on the wall. Yeah, and then so who knows? Like, rounds and... Yeah, they're kind of uh, doing. They're kind of you know circling. So I guess they, you know, the implication is that they do want to attack him, but they just can't uh, can't get to him. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Giant depraved ones, fuckers. <laughs> the um, as yeah. you get um, you know, a bit further down, you start seeing some grosser stuff, like the um, like maggots yeah. covering the walls in certain areas, like eating yeah. stuff off the walls. Um, maggots on the floor. You know. Yeah. Maggots everywhere. Just writhing walls of leeches just shimmer, yeah. shimmering in the in the fetid light. Yeah. Yeah. 
fucking nasty. And there's like the little like rooftop area right before the end where you have to kind of drop down and there's a, an ambush down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like impossible to attack the enemies from up above. That is also tricky. Yeah. Um, I tend to run to a corner and then just corner up. You know, like, don't worry about attacking when I first get down there because is, these guys will chain you, like, pretty easily. Is that here or is that earlier where there's the ladder that you just kind of have to drop down and there's the rooftop fight? And oh, the you're ones, right. There, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's earlier. And there's a false – there's not just the ladder. There's also uh, a breakaway floor. Yeah, yeah. That that That's actually – in my first run here, that was one of my biggest bottlenecks was trying to yeah. manage that encounter. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like when you play as a royal because you can't hit them from a, a distance and you probably don't have a good shield, right? Or you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not incredibly durable, and your uh, and the collision detection getting through those uh, getting through those slats in the ceiling is very undependable. So yeah. you end up uh, wasting some mana, which is not a huge deal as a royal because you can just get it back. But uh, yeah. I, I even noticed it here with arrows too. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I just thought, are there are there any ranged guys in in this? Not in this level. No. It, yeah, because I th- I think every other area has a ranged enemy. The skeletons, um, archers in one, the um, the fat officials in in two. So this might be the only area that doesn't have some kind of ranged enemy. Yeah. If they had ranged ones, they would be like the uh, like the blow dart guys. And yeah, don't give them any ideas. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> take it back. I take it back. Yeah, oh. I mean they're they're the shaman in the second one, so those guys yeah. are kind of kind of ranged. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not in not, not in five one. There's it, nothing, and it feels merciful here just because just because it is so vertical and just because there is such tricky footing. Like it, it seems like a cheap shot that they pulled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So you make your way down, and you eventually you you uh, make your way into the chamber with the leechmonger. The purveyor of leeches. I love yep. that. <laughs> yep. He's the guy who gives leeches. Yep. Um, he is a big, gross, like, pile tree creature made of leeches. He looks like a Resident Evil boss, like a latter-day yeah. Resident yeah. Evil, like uh, Zero and Beyond. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and not just because is he there, has leeches. Well, yeah. Is there is there a person under, or is there a, an entity under there? Or is it just all leeches all the way down? So, uh, Urbane talks about various knights that came with Estrella, uh, to, you know, to, uh, to join her here. Mm-hmm. Um, and my kind of, you know, the, the thought that I was entertaining, I have nothing to base this on, was that kind of like in Boletaria, you know, 1 1 through 1 4, uh, or rather 1 3, uh, that these demons were corrupted versions of those, but I have nothing to base that on whatsoever. The only, the only thing that I would that lend support to that is that you can make that cure spell from his soul. Right. So maybe it was a cleric, you know, yeah, at some point, yeah. and its soul has this soul maintains this healing power. And it's even in the uh, it's even in the uh, um, description for that spell that it's the countersign to the to the poison and plague that's here. Yeah. Um, so why it would make sense for a cleric to bring the countersign? Yeah. And also let's uh, <laughs> let us um, revel in the appropriateness of the leech providing the cure. Oh yeah, 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 huh. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll buy it. That this or that, that's who he was. The um, somebody, some YouTube lorester who I can't remember, is talking about how in most of the areas you fight the kind of regent of, of an area eventually, and uh, you fight uh, Main Estrella, but she definitely came later, mm-hmm. you know, into this area, and you don't actually fight the kind of uh, the king, you know, of, of this uh, 
of this area other than Maiden Estrella. Yeah. And uh, the, both the other bosses you run into are kind of too mindless to be that. You yeah. know, like they, they both seem like, you know, just kind of beasts. Especially this one, but even the um, the next guy, the unclean idol, or uh, the dirty the, the dirty colossus. Yes, the, yeah. the, the worst sex move in X Men history. <laughs> like, oh um, no, <laughs> the fast ball special. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Like well, I, it's it's funny the because this I is heard the you arch... got with Quick Silver last night. Uh, that was a fast <laughs> ball special. Oh no. Um, <laughs> um, this is the archstone of the chieftains, right? And so it does imply there is some sort of structure here. Yeah. Um, but you never really, like you said, you, you never really find that structure. Yeah, nothing that's appropriate to it. Like, it could just be one of the kings got corrupted into this pile of leeches or got corrupted into a dirty colossus. But, like, yeah. there's just nothing there that, you know, that really shows that. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is, is kind of the uh, the pinwheel of, uh, of this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've yep. never, I've never died to him. So if you look up the stream, uh, you'll notice in this this run through for the for the for the show, I walked right off of the uh, the the top oh. ledge, <laughs> thinking that I was gonna jump onto the onto yep. the walkway down instead of going left. I was like straight out, and yeah, yep. I died. Oh, I <laughs> wasted a black turpentine doing that. Oh, great. Oh. Well, that's um, you come in way high up, right? And it yeah. it almost has this um, promise of uh, like an adjudicator style boss fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he uh, he can he can't get to you for a long time. And it's just yeah. saying like shoot this guy with arrows. <laughs> yeah, like you you will win. Shoot him with arrows. Um, Especially with so the lava weak. bow shit. Yeah, he's so weak. It's so quick. And I this time I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do ranged combat. I'm going to go up and fight him just because fuck it. And it's still so easy. Like he hit me oh, several yeah. times and it does like 25% of my damage. Now, admittedly, like I'm going through this world last, so I'm pretty high level. Mm-hmm. But the uh, he's so weak. And uh, yeah, this guy is, is not a challenge at all. Like there are things to like about the fight. Like I like the arena a lot. Um, and I like the idea that he draws these leeches into himself to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that, but his healing should be much quicker and he should, you know, he just needs to be buffed. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. like there could be like a rebalance patch for this guy. Yeah. It would be interesting. I mean, it, I, I don't think this is the way it is, but like it, going with the idea that this is a knight that has kind of fallen down here, that you've kind of happened upon someone that is just being overrun by these leeches and the boss fight is trying to kill him as he's like kind of casting about and flailing, yeah. uh, mm. just, just covered. So he's not really completely in control. He's not even overtly hostile to you. Yeah. Um, but he's just, you know, in the a, leeches in a are. Hurt. Yeah, the leeches are exactly. Yeah, cool. and like, uh, like his most devastating attacks are kind of fits, right? Like yeah, he just yeah. kind of goes berserk and then does like a bunch of a bunch of hits at where he thinks you are. Um, yeah. which he telegraphs his attacks like Edison. You know, yeah. like it's just really, really uh, blatant what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Like if you are a royal or a sorcerer or anybody who has access to the fireball spell, like good night. But like even with mm. a rain, like a, my turpentine ran out before I got to him. Um, mm-hmm. But like so, just with my meat cleaver, it took like eight attacks and he was down. Yeah, he's so he's so easy. Yeah, um, all the bosses in this world are easy. Yeah, you know, actually easy to to defeat. Like they're they're cool, but they're mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, and and five one kind of stands in like direct opposition to uh, to to, to Blight Town. Um, in that, you know, here, this is the easy part of the overall world. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. the vertical portion of Blight Town is really, really hard. Yeah. Um, compared then, to the relatively benign swamp. Right. Right. Whereas, you know, 5-2, I think is harder than 5-1. Yeah. 
um, in uh, Demon Souls. Yeah. Oh, could you could you imagine getting to the bottom of all the scaffolding in uh, in Blighttown only to find a boss? <laughs> oh, like at at the actual bottom. Like yeah, yeah like exit. right as right as you get into the swamp, you hit you I, hit a boss. Well, I told the story on the Blighttown episode of uh, the first season, but I that I had uh, it's Black Phantom Invader Invader there, mm-hmm. like oh. right at the bottom, and I like I sent him a message and like begged him to leave me <laughs> alone. Yourself. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just like you know, listen, this was really hard, and just you know, this game's easy um, was his response because you know, there's no such thing as kindness um, <laughs> oh, in the okay. in this world. But the uh, yeah, he was a real dick about it. And, yeah. Uh, so again, just because there's no other place to put this, um, I, I never check my messages on, on, you know, PlayStation and I, I, you know, I've turned off the notifications for them. So I just, you know, always forget that they're there and every once in a while, I'll just go in to clear out my message box and we'll have all of these like hostile messages pent up <laughs> from the people that have invaded me. And it's just, it's just funny going through and trying to remember what encounter this might have been. But it's like, you know, it's like you're, you know, you're a pussy and then WTF, bro. And, you know, good game. Let's do this again. Or, you know, just like a whole bunch of weird stuff um, left over from invasions past. Yeah. I was, yeah. In, I was invaded for the first time um, here last night um, here in Demon's Souls, anyway, invaded in Demon's Souls for the first time. I was running to uh, the Shrine of Storms to get some more arrows for this level. And uh, I was walking back and I was delighted because, oh, there's a fog door here. I'm going to be invaded. Mm-hmm. And I came, I came <laughs> out, I came out victorious. And it was, a, it was, you know, it was a relatively easy fight. The guy had like a scraping spear. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like we were in the hallway. So I was just able to like juke him a little bit. And when I was done, like I just wrote him a message saying, hey, good fight. And he was like, thanks, you too. It's like, yeah, yeah. like let's everybody. If you encounter somebody, send them a nice message. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, that's how I when I was doing my PvP stuff for Dark Souls, I was so nice. Yeah. And just dropping stuff for people left and right. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then so you get you get the you beat the Leechmonger, you get a soul. We we talked about getting cure. Mm-hmm. Um you can get the poison cloud spell, which those spells are actually crazy overpowered and great in Demon mm-hmm. Souls in a way that they aren't in Dark Souls. Right. Like they're actually really, really good. Um, kind of surprisingly, and I yeah. used them a lot in my first playthrough in a one three, um, <laughs> just you know where I could see a, a couple of enemies around a corner but couldn't quite get to them. Yeah. So I just spit some poison and let nature do its work. Yeah. Um, How long do they uh, take to, to to go into effect? Because I know they do five damage at a time, but um, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Like not I don't remember it being too bad. And there's a better poison cloud spell that I also got. There's like plague cloud or yeah. toxic cloud I, or something like that you get later. The area of effect stuff, I've I've never had really be – or not area of effect, effects over time stuff. I've never had be strong enough to be worthwhile. Like, you know, five five damage every every couple of seconds is, is not much. Yeah. Well, my first trick – my first trip through uh, 1-3, which like is one of my favorite levels in this game, like was just really white knuckle uh, for me. And, huh. uh, you know, I just – I was using any tactic I could get um, for it. So – so you just, I mean, do you have to then just actively wait them out? Because what would always happen is I'd poison them, but then the fight would conclude before, you Oh, know, the, yeah. I would poison them before the fight started. Like, they couldn't okay, see just me. Gotta, I could see them. Yeah, gotcha. I'd poison them. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. Because it, it yeah. goes through walls and it clips through floors and all that jazz. So you can okay. get people from, uh, from a distance. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, in either case though, you know, and this guy gives you, I think he gives you 9,000 souls or something like that. You don't get very much from this guy. Like he is, mm-hmm. he's meant to be an early boss. It's kind of that, a uh, little bit like catacombs where it's super yeah. easy boss, really hard level, but the boss is appropriate to, to coming here way earlier than you're probably going to actually yeah. do. What I would like to do, I didn't, you know, this would just be about maybe 20 minutes of wiki work. Wop, wop. Uh, would be to go and see the soul reward for every, uh, every demon. And also mm-hmm. the the reward for using their using their uh, items to maybe try and divine like whatever order they intended for you to go at the map. Mm. That, would, that would take less than twenty minutes. Oh yeah, we ever do that pretty quick. Um, yeah, and they they are kind of appropriate to the difficulty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, archdemons always give you tons of of souls, even if they're the storm king or the dragon god, and they're not actually objectively that difficult. Yeah, but the um, yeah. yeah. I would just wonder, um, like, what the what the uh, disparity between those would be. Yeah, especially though with the difficulty wall of the giant depraved ones, I can't imagine that they intended you to come here too early. No, I don't think I don't think they did either. But it's just kind of the weird, like, there are elements of it as if they had, especially with a boss that has, you know, sound concepts to them, but just the numbers aren't big enough. Mm-hmm. You know, he just needs yeah. to do more damage, yeah. have more hit points, heal faster, and he could be a really cool race against time. You know, I we they haven't done an enemy that actually regenerates, you know, and that hasn't been the concept of an enemy. And maybe it was tested, you know, and it, it turned out not to be fun. But the idea of you know, Dark Souls is so much about like picking your moment and knowing when to back off. Having that kind of pressure, time pressure of, well, I've done this much damage. If I don't keep the heat on, you know, he's going. Yeah. To, and the closest thing to that is the Four Kings, yeah. but uh, they don't actually get their health back. You know, the fight no, main, Maiden Australia heals though, right? She can heal herself, but she does it so slowly. Like it's not the concept of the fight, boss fight. Like Garl Vinion is the con- Garl Vinion and guilt are the the twin yeah. concepts. <laughs> so the um, but yeah, like I like a fight like a if the leechmonger just healed faster. I think he can only heal like twenty percent of his health. Do you? That's what yeah. I read. So I mean, it's just it's an ineffectual, you know, little move. But it'd be cool if he did it quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, give you the opportunity to retreat because of the arena, but there's consequences to retreating. Right. So. Yeah. Anywho, um, let's talk tendency. Yeah, yeah. So you can get one of the really kind of like powerful, unique items in the game if you have a very specific build. We've kind of alluded to the fact that faith is relatively useless in this game, um, unless you have either the meat cleaver or uh, one to have only one or two spells that are useful to you. But mm-hmm. the uh, uh, gosh, how do you pronounce this? Estorel. Yeah, Estorel uh, spear, uh, which it's one of the few unique spears that you even get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looks badass. Yeah. It uh it scales with faith, it protects you against poison. Mm-hmm. Um and then it also is one of the he's one of the heroes that uh Saint Urbane mentioned. Right. Was uh, Isterel. Or yeah, Isaiah, who has the Isterel spear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um it's a yeah, it's a it's, place, Liziah of Isterel. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's like a, a a gosh, the Lucerne, which is actually a place. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a real good uh, real good spear that I've never never picked up. Yep. Because it's a very specific build that you want to have high faith <laughs> and uh, want to use a spear. Yeah. And, uh, Which, I mean, it makes sense because spears are just in- inherently defensive weapons. It makes mm-hmm. a little bit more sense than, uh, what is it, the Moonlight Sword? Uh, or this, yeah. this game's version of the Moonlight Sword, which scales with faith over intelligence, unlike in Dark Souls. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, as per usual, uh, Black Tendency, there's some extra Black Phantoms. Yeah. Yep. Which, here I could say that fucking you up a little bit more just because just the inconvenience factor and oh yeah yeah the are the, they are they giant depraved ones or just depraved ones? just regular uh just the regular kind 
I think uh, some okay. Black Phantom ones show up in five too, yeah. but I could be wrong about that. But the depraved ones still hit pretty hard, especially if they have those uh, those spears, the ones that are on fire. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, it's I, I didn't get to say this earlier, but it's it's really funny. I mean, everything in the game moves in a funny way, but they they fight like someone who's got just is just really really sick and can barely work up the the energy to swing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is which is just a nice little touch for the value of defilement. As we mentioned at the top of the show, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. In order to get your free audiobook trial or other piece of audio entertainment, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. It's a huge help for the show and the network. Thanks. Um, yeah, what are we uh, What are we doing next time? Well, next time we are heading further into the depths of the Valley of Defilement to get our feet wet and encounter the fabled Maiden Astraea. Who we've mm-hmm. alluded to several times this episode. And uh, we will be joined by Vivian. Yes. Um, our friend Vivian, who joined us uh, during our last season as well mm-hmm. uh, to talk about Isolith and uh, the Demon Ruins. Yeah. Um, you know, she was talking about, you know, how fitting it is that she is only on for the, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of the worst, uh, worst areas. Uh, in her words um but she has a lot of interesting things she and i have talked about uh maiden Astrea, and she has uh, interesting and strong opinions yeah about that and uh is kind of a lore expert in general yeah so and it'll be fun to uh you know commiserate and spew some bile about this bile filled area yeah yeah mm-hmm. the, the uh yeah because five five two was my my wall for a really long time in this game so i'm looking forward to complaining about that <laughs> Um, yeah, in a, in a couple weeks. Until then, uh, Dennis, what do you have to plug? Sure, um, another show on the the network called The Level, um, and this is this has been going on under various names. Um, well, I guess by which I mean one other name <laughs> uh, for for God going on like six years now. Is that a I long long that, ass time? That, that's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's it really kind of started out as a, a radio show pioneered by Cole that kind of gradually pulled all of us friends together, and, and we use it as kind of a, a poker night uh, to hang out with each other, um, but also talk about uh, you know video games we've been playing, interesting things we've seen in the news. Um, generally, we try to focus on you know the experience of playing games and uh, kind of games as an evolving medium for art. Uh, versus, you know, reviews or anything like that. Um, but we cover a little bit of everything and, and have a good time doing it. So um, if you like the treatment that, um, you know, the, that these guys give to Bonfireside Chat um, to watch out for fireballs, um, we're kind of a less focused, more modern version of that. Mm-hmm. Like a zoomed out. We, we provide zoom levels of, <laughs> of all kinds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. On the network. That's a, that's a great way to phrase it. Yeah. I think audio magazine is the other term. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's a good show. You should Mm -hmm. check it out. Yeah. Uh, And I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at DFuria. So you can find me there as well. Tell me how all my opinions today were wrong. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Another way to tell us how Dennis's opinions were wrong would be to go to (laughs) feed.tv slash contact for next time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or any of our Mm -hmm. opinions. And, and, yeah, specifically Dennis, but any of ours. No, yes. no. Uh, there's still plenty of time uh, to respond uh, about five two and five three. We know you have opinions about them. So, mm-hmm. yep. so yeah. and we're very close to announcing uh, what we're doing for season three of the show. Yeah, um, we've hinted at it a couple times, but we're not taking a break between uh, Dark Soul, Demon Souls and Dark Souls two. Mm-hmm. We're doing a really neat kind of different thing for that, and I think we're going to talk about it. Um, 
either in the the end, like the False King episode, mm-hmm. we're going to start talking about it so people can prepare. So a couple episodes down the ra- uh, road, we're going to uh, start to you know explicitly lay out what that's going to look like, mm-hmm. um, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be different for us and uh, and different for you. And, and different for my cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, different, and and my cat has a follow up question about dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like uh, me and Cole, we do a Watch Out for Fireballs, which Dennis men- mentioned, and uh, Abject Suffering, game uh, about good video games and bad video games, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cole does another show uh, called Those Damn Ross Kids with his brother, which is currently on hiatus um, due to real life, but won't be forever, and has a rich and fertile evergreen uh, archive. For you to plunder, yes. And, and uh, that's just are... about how all of Cole's opinions are wrong. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> there are things for you to plunder here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I am just the worst. Um, but uh, if you like Gary, uh, you can check out check it out, comrade. Um, mm-hmm. which is a show that he does with Nick Labber, uh, a guest on Bonfire Side Chat here, where they do quick pitches for indie games, uh, actual extant video games. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the the neat thing is they save the spoilers for the end. So if you're on the fence about something like, say, uh, uh, you know, Amnesia, Machine for Pigs, or the Stanley Parable, uh, then you can listen to them talk about it. And then uh, once you've played it, come back for the story, for the story junk. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, the show is in its infancy, so um, it definitely can use any support that you're willing mm-hmm. to give it. So, um, you know, go give it a shot if you like it. Do the iTunes thing, like it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, do all that so jazz. I, it's very helpful. I have tried it and I do like it, but it's getting my OCD really bad because all of the episodes show up as half list- listened to because I'm saving the spoiler stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this completionist in me that's like, no! You, you, have to, <laughs> you have to do one for, for a game you finished. I think that we have spoiler sections for Stanley Parable and Shadowrun Returns for episodes three and four. Um, so if you've played either of those games, you can go to the end. No, no. If what, not, what was your first one? Um, uh, it was... Brothers and Papers, Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Play Nothing Brothers, man. Just... Brothers is yeah. like two and a half hours, and it's so good. <laughs> I've, I've heard, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think after listening to the show, I might go do that. And then, I, not that there's much to spoil in Papers, Please, but I've heard that recommended from multiple sources. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so far, I've, you know, for the one episode that's been out so far. Although by the time this comes out, will there be another one? Yep, yep. Uh, other one comes yeah, out okay. day after tomorrow in uh, time we're recording. So nice. Um, okay, yeah, thank cool. you. Thank you very much. Yes, yeah, yes, look, we're, yeah, we're into it. And cool. We're yeah, we're gonna have guests on from the network. Uh, Cole is on an upcoming episode. Um, Dennis is gonna be on an upcoming episode, and there will be other guests as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna try to make it yeah. more of an inclusive thing. Yep. And uh, The Pitch, which is a show that Gary does with Brayden, another former uh, former guest, uh, yep. it's wrapping up here pretty quick. Uh, but you can go check out all of it. Uh, its entire run is stellar. Yeah. And by the time you listen to this, I think it actually will have been wrapped up. Yes. Um, so we're going to we'll put out a call for it, but we're going to do just like a call for questions or anything and do one final kind of postmortem on it. But it mm-hmm. is a 50-episode self-contained thing mm-hmm. um, that is over. But I'm very happy with it. And then <laughs> Pilot Season, which is a variety show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so uh, if you want to support the network, um, you can uh, rate, rate and review all of our stuff on iTunes, uh, specifically this show too. But uh, you know all those all those other things. Um, and if you're going to be doing any holiday shopping, uh, check out uh, duckfeed.tv/tipjar and use the Amazon link there. That helps cover the non-trivial hosting um, costs for uh, these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a it's a big help. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, so definitely do it. Tell your friends to do it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Yep. And there's like a smattering of some kind of premium episodes and stuff that are on sale as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, all concrete stuff. ways to, to support the network. So mm-hmm. all appreciated. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I think that's about it. Yeah. 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 Thank, um, thank you so much for joining us, Dennis. Oh, my pleasure. This has been yeah. great. Yeah, thanks, Dennis. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, so until next time. Um, please rate this message because I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the world might be amended. So the world might be amended. Mbasa. 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 There we mm, go. That's good, Basa. <laughs> and we all pray that we will have far more soon 